Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. HQ up in this bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back with another episode, man. This week we're going to hit you with a regular episode. We're going to cover a couple topics. And I just got to say this. I know y'all ain't asking. Mm-hmm. I know you ain't asking. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to say this, mm-hmm. man. Before I start the show, before we start the show, man, does a little 10 seconds of, of noise cancellation. <laughs> yeah. I've been feeling... I be feeling like I'm a, I'm feeling like I'm Canelo, you know. Before I come out in the ring, I be doing the little shadow boxing. You right, you right in the tunnel, waiting for your music to come on. I'm exactly, <laughs> hey yo, that is a dream I've had since I was fucking like eight years old watching wrestling, my nigga. Actually, a dream that I still have to this day to I'm, walk out to somewhere. I'm not gonna with lie. fucking music playing. I'm not gonna lie, I, I dreams about that too, nigga. I have nigga, dreams what? about that too, nigga. <laughs> what do you mean? Nigga, if we ever actually do like a live show, nigga, believe uh, we coming out to some fucking oh, music, bro. Of course. <laughs> nigga, that that is so high on my bucket list, you have no idea, bro. <laughs> like, like, you know it's funny? Like for fucking graduation mm-hmm. uh last year for me, dog. I don't know why I thought this was a possibility, but I was like, yo, I really hope they asked me, like, yo, what song do you want to walk out to? Because I feel like it'd just be way too many fucking students to do it for. But yo. You gotta give niggas a chance to do that shit if you graduate from college, bro. Like, no boy. like that. That is that would be so vicious. Like, I don't know, bro. That shit. Oh, that, that, you know that. what I just thought about, man. Uh-huh. I'm I'm going to my boy's wedding uh, in October. Oh yeah, you which is gonna to be in SoCal. SoCal. I think I might try and hit Rosetta to see if I can check out the studio and see what's good. Mm. So Rosette, what's up, man? What's up, Rosette? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna holler okay. at you. I'm gonna holler at you. I'm gonna holler at you. <laughs> trying to trying to trying to see my industry friends. <laughs> hey, no, for sure, for sure. You know we have my man on the show. You know what I mean. Yeah. Came on, show love. Shout out to my man Rosette. You know what I mean. And y'all see, y'all seen the skills. My man been on all the hottest beats this past few years, man. Mm-hmm. He was on it, no, and, and I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like that shit kind of blew my mind when I seen what it was. You know what exactly. I mean? And I was like, oh damn, like, like this nigga won't and... talk to us. Say again? <laughs> I said this nigga won't talk to us. <laughs> right? Exactly, dog. So. That was cool. Definitely big shout outs yeah. to him for, you know, giving us this opportunity to talk to him, you know what I mean, and having him on the show. Hell yeah. But like I said, man, this is just another regular episode. We promise yeah. y'all we're going to hit y'all with some album reviews coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit y'all with a few more topic shows, but it was just too much shit going on this last week. Honestly, maybe a week and a half that we could probably, you know, give our little take on just because, again... You know, it was one of, them, one of them weeks where, like, shit just kept getting, like, a bigger story kept coming out, it's you know, wild. and shit like that. So, I, well, I guess let's start with the biggest thing that's been going on. They yeah, said sure. that the man uh, that was the suspect in the murder of Tupac Shakur back in, like, what was it, 94? Has been arrested. Um, mm-hmm. What was that man's name? I'm sorry, I brought up the wrong article. Look at me. Uh, what was this man's name? Huh? Yeah, Keefe D. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis uh, was arrested and charged in the 1996 murder of Tupac Shakur. So this finally has been mm-hmm. solved. I don't know why the fuck it took till 2023 to solve this case, but apparently it had so here's to. The thing. So here's the thing, right? Uh-huh. All right. I don't know. Do you ever watch uh, DJ Vlad interviews? I've seen them, but I haven't watched any of them recently. So have you ever seen any interviews of Keefe D? No, I've never. Mm-mm. Okay, listen, bro. I like I said, I'm a fucking YouTuber at heart. I just be digging into fucking what I'm just called uh, uh, rabbit holes mm-hmm. on YouTube and be going in right. And I be watching a lot of DJ Vlad interviews. And one of his biggest interviews that he did because mm-hmm. he he would have him on multiple times because he would talk about this shit, oh, shit. was Keefe D. Oh, shit. Right now, from what I understand, Keefe D. During his interviews with Vlad, implicated himself in being inside of the car. Now he literally was like, "Okay, so from my understanding, right? Mm-hmm. His nephew, I think it was his nephew, but it was somebody who was part of his gang. But like, I think it was his legitimate nephew. Uh, his, this dude named Orlando something. 
I think it was Orlando Brown, or I'm not sure exactly what his, his okay. forename was, mm-hmm. but supposedly that's the dude who actually shot Tupac. Okay. It was like, a, and again, this is a story that at this point, if you're want to, you know, dig into what happened potentially to Tupac, this is essentially almost set in stone what happened, right? Just because so many different angles have told, you know, essentially yeah. the same story. Mm-hmm. So Keefe D being one of them, you know what I mean? Like, in, you know, he put himself on the crime scene, essentially. And you know how that shit go, dog. If me and you was riding in the car together yeah. and I kill somebody, we both get in charge with murder. Exactly. We both get in charge with murder. Yeah. It don't matter if, you know, you knew what was going on mm-hmm. or, maybe, you know, whatever. Nigga, if you was with me, when I do a crime, you are an accessory, accessory to, to the crime. crime. And that's just what it is. So... I don't know why this nigga felt so cool with just talking so freely. Now, granted, he is an older guy. I want to see. He looks like. Does it say how old he is right there? Um, <clears throat> let me see. Yeah, I guess I can look it up. Uh, no, it doesn't really say. Oh, he said it's, it's the, he's 60, 64, 60 year old former gang member. Yeah, 60. Okay. I, well, he, I mean, he's not that old, I guess. He still has. A lot of life to live, That's you know what I mean? He's lucky to be to the age that he is. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, one would think, you know, somebody might say this in their 80s when, you know, realistically they might have, you know, at at the best another, you know, 10, 15 years left of life, you know what I mean? But realistically, when you could potentially have another 30 years, you know, if your health is straight, which I don't know if his was, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you still potentially have a lot of life to live. That's very true. So for him, for him to speak so openly about, you know, the whole thing that happened. Now, again, I, I haven't watched everything from him on Vlad, but okay. I do remember him. It being a big deal. Like everybody was saying, like, yo, like, why is this man talking? I mean, he like, just he literally confessed on on. It's like it's not the first time that somebody's been getting interviewed. And some shit has been confessed to the point where somebody in the law was like, hmm, maybe we should check this out. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll take y'all to the surviving R. Kelly joint. Yeah. No, no bullshit. You're right. <laughs> like it took, some, it took literally people talking about it in an interview for someone to be like, maybe we should check into this guy. Exactly. When the whole black community knew all these years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kept it rocking. Didn't say a thing. You know, and again, you know, that's a different conversation for a different Very day. Very true. Let's go on. Let's but- go ahead. But nonetheless, yeah, man, like it, it's it's just so fucking crazy. Like again, like you said, it isn't the first time that an interview has. As a matter of fact, we talked about it recently. Somebody who it wasn't an interview, but it was a music video. Mm-hmm. So, but nonetheless, motherfuckers be uh, telling on themselves all the goddamn time. Now, this just so happens to be such a you know a prominent case in hip hop. It's been one of those you know it's never been um, you know confirmed by the police exactly what happened or who you know did it or whatever right yeah so it i guess you know in a lot of ways uh you know there's some closure involved and apparently even so for your boy will smith's uh husband and yeah i did say husband on purpose (laughs) (laughs) fucking damn jada pinkett and Uh i say that because it's obvious that she is the one that runs that motherfucking house. That's all I'm going to say. She got that big jump. But, uh-huh. <laughs> so, I don't know if you peep, but she posted on her somewhere. I think it was her IG. She was like, it's good to finally have closure. Like, da-da-da-da. Like, it's, you know, we've yeah. all heard the whole shit mm-hmm. about the whole Tupac thing. Well, I, you know? I want to say shit about that, honestly, because when it was her birthday, I want to say, a few weeks back, he put up a bunch of pictures, like a collage of pictures online of of her throughout the years and one of them was hugged up on Tupac. So See? I don't even I don't even I don't I don't even think that it maybe it don't bother him no more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it just no, don't no. bother him no more. You know, or maybe and, it and stews it, him each time. I don't know. But why would you post it if it if it stews you? You know what I'm saying? And and therein lies right uh, a, another maybe an even deeper question. Yeah. Should a man be jealous over somebody that's dead? You know what I mean? I Should mean, you feel I, jealousy that you know your girl feels a certain way about another person that's no longer here. I mean, we all. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's common knowledge, but didn't Jada and and Tupac have a thing? They had a thing, For right? Sure. I'm saying, yeah, I'm, like, I'm pretty. I mean, I don't know I if mean, it's, it's confirmed, it's, but yeah, it's just like she can't be mad that he used to be married to his son Trey's ba- uh, mother, 
before they got divorced and they got together. It's just that this person he was married to was not a star. You know what I'm saying? Like Tupac was one of the biggest stars at the time, as was she, one of the biggest actresses at the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like they were a very starred out, star studded in the in the media, always getting shot up and talked about, you know, not shot up like gang, like boom, 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 but like shot up like click, click, click. So like, you know, they were always being talked about and it was a huge thing because of who Tupac was. And then of course the legend of Tupac afterwards and all the pictures, you know, showed up even more when we started getting more ability to see these type of pictures, like internet right. and shit like that. So, I mean, I could kind of see how he would be mad about it because of the fame of it. But like, you were famous at the same time, my G. You know what I'm saying? So, right. It, and you can't. Can you really be famous of your like you like you said? Is it is it even smart to be you know jealous of your ex of your your girl's ex or your man's ex? Right. Like, that doesn't even make sense. But I it mean, doesn't. if if he's putting the pictures up and she's putting the pictures up and he ain't got no, I mean, you know, hey, I'm I'm assuming that it's not an issue no longer. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you know, knows, and and, and again. I hate to beat a dead horse here where it's like, you know, become a constant thing to talk about Jada, um, you know, running Will Smith's life and shit like that. <laughs> but even like things that other scenarios that have came about in the past, like obviously the August Alcina thing. Yeah. Like it just, you know, cause, and again, you know, to each his own, maybe mm. that's the dynamic of their relationship. But I feel like for most men, like you would want, and honestly, not just men, but women too you would want for your partner to be like in love with you mm -hmm. you know what i mean and don't get me wrong i like i'm a believer that you could love multiple people in life not maybe not at the same exact time i don't know if i want to go that far yeah but you can have had love for somebody at a certain point of course and then have love for somebody else yeah so you know i guess in a way i kind of if you look at it that way it's really not as crazy as people are making it seem true and you know what i mean but again first love, they know, don't need to explain nothing to us yeah, like i said maybe it's her first love and that's that's why it sticks with her mm -hmm. for sure for sure but nonetheless you know when we talk about toxic masculinity mm -hmm. you know what i mean i don't know if a nigga could deal with that shit you know what I mean? yeah no bull but hey glad that they got this motherfucker 30 years later after he incriminated himself on a podcast <laughs> multiple times i'm trying uh, to tell you man <laughs> but and i don't know if you also saw that Suge Knight came out and said that he would not testify against them. I did hear that, or I saw that, and I mean, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't expect Suge to. I don't know if, I mean, obviously, you know, he, I guess, was a street dude back in the day, but, like, at this point, maybe he's just like, man, like, realistically speaking, I'd probably put the battery in Tupac's back to, because I, I, I'm sure you, have you heard the whole, like, story of what's supposed to be happening? Yes. That, like, Tupac got in an argument with a dude who was a crip, and essentially, you know, Tupac was in a lot of ways Takashi Six Nine back in the day. Yeah, you know what I mean because I'm, with loud barking, I, loud barking had mm -hmm. a, a a fucking a bunch of bloods behind him, mm -hmm. and you know was just kind of running around starting crazy shit. At least in that regard, not in obviously the whole snitching shit, but mm -hmm. in the sense that he was just out here just terrorizing the industry essentially yeah uh and and then again that's what happened and again you could argue that you know suge is the one who put the battery he he suge was like fucking shoddy yeah you know mm -hmm. in, in a lot of ways he put the battery in six nines some dumb shit. exactly so suge put the battery in tupac's back i'm not saying that tupac wasn't you know a stand-up guy or wasn't anything like that but the reality of it is that you know, he was moving like he had an army behind him. No bull. You know what I mean? And again, I don't know, man. It, it just, just this whole case is kind of crazy. Again, it's one of those things that we've, for the more most part, known. You know what what happened, but I guess it's good to see it finally set in stone. Yeah, like officially what happened. So, very true. Very true. It's good. R.P. Pac still, you yeah, already know exactly. Because I mean, I feel again, I feel like this should not have taken this long Fuck to no. be resolved. Like, it, yeah. there's no way it should have taken this long. If you just go by the videos on Vlad, this shit should have been solved 10 years ago at the least. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. Well, there are a couple new albums that are set to come out in late 2023 to into 2024. Kid Cudi has a new album coming out. It's called Insano. Apparently, it was supposed to come out in September of 2023, but he moved it back to January of 2024. 
Uh, he said he needed extra time to work on it, and apparently extra time and extra work this man did because it is slated to have 40 songs on it between the regular edition and the <clears throat> deluxes. Yo, let me let me give a real quick hot take on Kid Cudi. Now, this is an artist that I love. Like, mm-hmm. I love this man's artistry. I love his music and all that shit, right? But, dog, it's so crazy. And, again, maybe there are other, are other artists who this is true for, right? But I feel like the more polished his music sounds, the less I like it. And by that, I mean, like, if you look at, like, his first couple projects, I feel like it wasn't as polished, as clean. Like, there was something to the, I don't want to say sloppiness of it, but, like, it was just something to it that, like, I feel like I haven't really connected with anything Kid Cudi in a long time. You know what I mean? Like, and granted, I get it, you know, he fucking changed, he grows up, he, you know, his life changes. It's not going to be the same artistically, but I still feel like, you know, when I look at certain eras of, you know, him being a a, a rapper, mm-hmm. it was it was just different. Like, it shit kind of hit differently. And I, like I said, it has something to do with, like, the, the polishness of it, if that makes any sense. Does that ring true to you for any other artist, maybe? I don't know because I don't really feel like I listen to that many artists that are kind of more unpolished. Uh, I guess more with rock bands than with uh, that's because like, and that's probably a good one, yeah, yeah. Because R and B, of course, it's usually always polished unless it's just a live recording, right? And hip hop is usually always pretty polished too. So, uh, I mean, I guess you could say unpolished shit would be like, of course, yeah, like I said, rock music, but shit like Jewel. Where it's like kind of folksy and shit, maybe country music. I don't really listen to country music, but I could see how that would kind of fit into that vein. See, th- this would be an example for me, right? Like, if you're a really big fan of a drill rapper, right? Like a New York Bronx drill rapper, right? I got you. What you mean? Yeah. And they all of a sudden, all they make is like fucking, you know, more generic rap mm-hmm. to, you know, shit like that. Okay. Like, I feel like that would, and again, I'm not saying that that's what Kid Cudi did, because. Even to this day, his music is far from generic, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it definitely, dog, it just had like a feel to it, man. I can't even explain it. I know that there's other Kid Cudi fans out there that know what I mean because I, I read the comments. People always say like, yo, we love Kid Cudi, but, you know, I still really, really love, you know, Man on the Moon, Man mm-hmm. on the Moon 2, yeah. uh, you know, shit I like mean, that. That's, uh, that's, that's always going to happen with any artist because I'm fairly in the, I miss the old Kanye, you know, college dropout, graduation, up until graduation type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 my Kanye era. I mean, like, you know, you you love what you love. You know, you the art like you said, artists grow, they change, their styles change up, and it's not always something that you keep up with. Like, shit, I loved um I love Linkin Park, but I didn't really like the last two CDs that they came out with. Cause it was more like EDM ish, like synthesized instead of just like the hard rock and rap that we were fucking used to. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you know, artists change; they want to try different shit. And I mean, I give it to any artist. Like I said, I gave it to Twenty One Savage when he tried that new shit, and especially when he did the album with Drake. I said, mm-hmm. "Yo, it's good to, for people to get out of their comfort zone and try something else. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Until you actually fucking try it." So. Mm-hmm. And and you know, even if it doesn't work, it's better to put that out because it keeps the juices flowing ment- uh, creatively. Exactly. And it would potentially bounce you back to hitting a fucking classic you know what i mean like just you you messing around artistically it'll uh you know it's better than not dropping anything that is very true very true definitely gotta give you that but um yes so cuddy's got this joint coming out 40 songs though dog that gives me shades of donda which means like i don't want to be like completely fucking blown sitting there listening to this goddamn album listen bro i don't understand what has gotten into specifically rappers minds because i feel like no other genre of music does this where they release longer than like 20 tracks on album yeah no it's no i can't think of one genre that that happens to other than rap Mm -mm. where it's like a a, 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 like a it's like a badge of honor to do that dog why like do these niggas not have any like feel for like the times where people are not going to sit here and listen to a 40 track album if you dropped this back in the day yeah maybe maybe when was the last time when was the last time he had an album out didn't he have one under kanye not too long ago 
Um, I want to say yes, but let me check it out. Huh? Well, he had a song uh, album with uh, Kanye. Yeah, that That's... Kanye produced, right? Or they did it together. No, it was it was a Kitsy Ghost is what it was called. Oh, okay. It was a collab album. And what about a single one before that? I'm trying to tell you right now. Okay, so damn, so I didn't even realize he it's a joint called Intergalactic and he released it last year. That's crazy. Damn. I, know that. I was and about to say be- maybe it was forty tracks because he ain't released nothing in, in a long ass time. And was just like, All right, I just give it all my creative juices out in one big go. But uh if he just released an album last year and then that Kitsy Ghost like I'd say that was less than seven years ago, probably. Like, Nigga, and in between those two, Man on the Moon 3, which was 18 songs. So, yeah, un- like just needlessly 40 songs. <laughs> God damn. And again, this used to be something that artists, you know what I mean, they would be considered throwaways, they would be considered unreleased songs. There is no such thing as an unreleased song for artists now. It's so crazy. It really is, like, man. Like, and again, I'm not saying that's what Kid Cudi is doing with this album, but it, you know, we've seen it happen before. Oh, we've yeah. seen the game do it. We've seen multiple, even Drake with uh, more more life. I mean, I would consider that potentially that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, like I don't know, like it's 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 let's let's stay concise with the albums, man. Like I think, like I said, I think at the most an album should be is like 15 tracks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That and and even then. That's a little pushing it. But if you can come at us with at least 13 out of 15 mm-hmm. solid songs yep. and then the rest might be, th- that's perfect. perfect. I, don't, I don't mind that at all. Perfect. But if you're if you're putting out 40 and only, even if, imagine this, right? Even if 18 of them are good, that's not even half of the fucking project. Damn, yeah, you're right. And that's a lot of good songs. And that's a big bet to gamble on, for real. Like, like- but that's what I'm saying, dog. Like, why, I, I, why artists do this? I don't know. Yeah. I understand. I understand the purpose of a throwaway song. I understand the purpose of, you know, just working out, create uh, sh- different shit creatively. But dog, you don't have to release everything. I'm saying, yeah. If if you, I mean, I wouldn't expect. I really wouldn't expect somebody like Cuddy to to put throwaway music on an album. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't really see him as that type. I mean, unless like he just, I don't, I don't know. He just doesn't know what to do. Or maybe he actually sat down and just actually had a good 40 songs in him. To do. I mean, if you come out with 40 songs in one album, I guarantee you less than, I'd say probably less than half of them are going to be great. For sure. I so, mean, and, and that, that's, that's just the reality of, you know, like, again, if you ask any artist of whatever, you know, type of art, you know, if it's mm-hmm. a painter, if it's a a drawer, if it's a fucking anything, they gonna tell you, dog, they go through endless joints that are not masterpieces. Mm-hmm. You know, like a painter's, not everything that, you know, you know, big name painters made ended up being, you know, Picassos or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just, that's just the reality of being an artist. And made again, an album and a couple small mixtapes, dog. And that's another thing that's been that hasn't been around in a minute is mixtapes, like actual mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Well, we got but... now you got Weezy's junk because Weezy got a new album coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. The Carter Six will be coming next year, but he's already released. I think it was last week he released the Fix before the Six project, which is mm-hmm. a um, mixtape to prepare you for the Carter Six. So check that guys out. Check that out if you're interested and to see where Wayne's at. Hold on, let me. But it could be completely different than whatever he releases on an album, so you never know. This is, and again, if this is on Apple Music, then this is this is a problem, and I'm about to explain why. You know what? It is okay. I have a problem with this, y'all. Uh oh. All right. I have a problem with this because this is the same thing to me. Uh This is the same thing as just releasing a fucking 35, 40 track album. (laughs) It's just splitting it up. Yeah. Y'all not slick, Mm -hmm. okay? And again, it's just like. And again, I'm not even saying that these songs are gonna be bad. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. But it's just, dog. If if you're gonna if you're about to release, uh, you know, fifteen to twenty track album, within the next next six months, like, you can't tell me that you're just gonna have another fifteen to twenty songs just ready to go. Well, we don't know how good. many songs are on that mixtape yet. First off, hold on, let me check because it, it's 
on Apple Music. Let me see. And second of all, I agree with you though. <laughs> I fucking agree with you. Like, why okay, do I need to get ready for the Carter Six when I've been ready for the Carter Six to come out? You know what I'm saying? Like, again, dog. And to me, that is another just cashing uh, opportunity mm-hmm. because back in the day, dog, you used to go like on datpiff.com. Or you used to go on some kind of website to get mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't like you know you had to have Apple Music. It's on Apple Music now. It dog. You might have the wild uh, like DJ shout out in the background <laughs> God, over the yeah. fucking song. Some random ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Or or it might be like a DJ Clue joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something like that. But um, yeah, man, it, it it's just a different world, man. And again, I don't even know how to explain the mixtape era to people. That didn't live through it because yeah. it, 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 like, like I understand that he's calling this a mixtape, but dog, there, there are mixtapes are done. There's no, right. and no. yeah, like you were not around for the original mixtape era when they basically just did the same thing that all the dance hall artists do. You get on some of the hottest beats of the time and just try and make a better song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, that sounds vicious. They which is, which is why that's why they got caught up in that whole lawsuit thing. All the, Bro. All, the all the trunk DJs. That's why I used to love when motherfuckers uh would do like let's say they put out a remix or not or a remix of a of a song that's already popular like their version of it or whatever mm-hmm. like that would always happen on mixtapes yep where like like you would rap over other rappers uh, uh beats mm-hmm. that's what niggas would do on on mixtapes yep and then Nowadays, then they just changed it into like basically albums yeah bro and and again that's not what the what the definition, what the core of a mixtape was, Mm-mm. but we could have this conversation for forever. So let's go on to the next album. What else we got? All right. Well, the next album, your boy Aesop Rocky, and finally put two kids in reread. They both dropped. Now he's ready to drop a new album. His album is supposed to be called "Don't Be Dumb." Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. That sounds like he got that from Rihanna calling him dumb. Don't be dumb. Exactly. Don't be dumb. <laughs> with, with her wild Asian accent. Don't you come around here. I'll be dumb. <laughs> um, no question. That's supposed to come out sometime in 2024. I didn't get an exact date for it. But Rocky claims that this is his best work yet. Listen, man. You know, I love ASAP Rocky. I Shout love his music. I love Rihanna. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love it all, but here's he's another one in that batch of artists that's kind of like, yo, like don't get me wrong, I get that with one song you could get right back to being the, you know, top nigga, right? But I always wonder what artists like this that are kind of like and again, I feel like there's there's some because there's so much people making music now, mm-hmm. like Artists like this, it's kind of hard for them to stay relevant because, you know what I mean? Back in the day, you might be like, oh, you know, oh, I guess, you know, Drake isn't dropping something, but like, you know, whoever else is dropping something. Like, let's just say a tier under Drake or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now artists like that, like, it's kind of hard for them to, like, like I said, I, I can't tell you the last memorable ASAP Rocky song that I can remember. The last one I remember is, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. Fucking problem. <laughs> Nigga, <laughs> That's the do one you I can know? Remember. Hold on. That, I'm gonna say I that want... came out like 2015, maybe 2016. Man, that might be even too far, dog. <laughs> Hold on, let's see when that joint came out. That joint came out in 2012, my nigga. Damn, I was just fresh out of high school. Oh my god! And that motherfucker came out, yo. That's crazy because that song had Drake and Kendrick on it. Yeah, it was vicious. They both had that's tight far. verses. Oh man, that song is. Classic. They did. They did that. That that is again. That was ten over ten years ago. That was eleven years ago. Hold on, there's one more person on that song. It's uh, Rocky Drake. There you go. There you He's go. on the hook. Yeah, I want to say there was one more verse though. I thought there was a fourth verse. Uh, okay. So it's ASAP. Hold up, but you see me down. And look, yeah, give it to me now. And then, uh, nope. It's uh, ASAP featuring Drake, Two Chains, and Kendrick. Okay. That I guess that is four verses, because ASAP's verse. Actually, I don't know if t- uh, Two Chains has a verse on it. No, nah, he just. I, I want to say he does the chorus, but yeah, I don't think he does the uh, he does a verse. Okay. Oh well, it it's listed as Drake, Two Chains, ASAP, and uh, Cole. Kendrick. Oh, Cole Kendrick. is the person. 
Oh, oh wait a minute, you're right. No, he's not, Kendrick. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? See, that's what happens when you record when you hide. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right. My nah, bad. I, I feel it. All right. Uh, I was about to say what? <laughs> I, that that that's some damn uh, what's that shit called? Um, Mandela effect. Yeah, no right boo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so you just remembered it with J. Cole. Being- for real, I just I remembered it with all the people li- that we listed, and then J. Cole. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not uh, not only is Rocky coming out with a new album, but Childish Gambino, your man, one hundred grand, is coming out with a new album. He gave no details. He gave no feelings Please. other than he said it, it's spiritual. Um. And I mean, you know, I don't really know what else to say other than the fact that this nigga got an album coming out too. So be on the lookout for all four of those artists coming out with albums that supposedly are supposed to be uh, really, really vicious. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, all right. So apparently, Donald Glover addresses the future of Childish Gambino. This was put out a day ago uh-huh. on a complex. Yeah. It says, it'll be clear sooner rather than later. It'll be better for people to just tune in. But I'm trying harder not to be cryptic. Tyler is always like, you're so cryptic. But I'm like, I'm really not. I just like suspense, I guess. I think it makes stuff better. So I guess that's because, you know, and again, to to give some context to that, when he put out his last album, which mm-hmm. is like in 2018, 17, around there, mm-hmm. um, he was like, that, that's, that was going to be the last Childish Gambino project that he would do. Yeah, he said he was going to retire. Even, yeah, he said he was going to retire. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of, you know, feeding off of the whole him saying that there's an album coming out. So it's a, uh, I don't know. It was just, it's funny because if you've been a Childish Gambino fan, then you know exactly what he said he isn't is exactly what he is, which is cryptic and trying to be all, you know, because it's something that, that, that nigga, every time he's put out music, dog, it's always some crypticness to it. So I'm, I'm all for it, man. I love Childish Gambino, one of my favorite artists, hands down. So I'm looking forward to that album. I mean, I gotta, I gotta give it to him that what he does, what he said in that article was job cryptic. <laughs> I mean, like, he, nigga, he, that shit was super cryptic. <laughs> that was like, yo, I'm saying I'm not cryptic, but I'm answering this in a cryptic way, a super cryptic way. I'm giving you no information whatsoever and just telling you that I'm not weird. <laughs> I'm pretty much saying a bunch of words with no meaning to them. There you go, just, just word salad at this point. Mm-hmm. So yes, those four albums will be coming out soon, and uh, I guess let's go into actually let's save, let's save those last two. So I was looking on Hip Hop DX, and mm. I found a list of what they said are the best rap albums of 2023. Dot dot so far. Okay, let's hear it. So what we've got is Magic Three by Nas. I was not aware that there was a Magic 1 and 2 yet. Have you heard 3? I haven't heard any of them yet. So I, I Okay, gotta, I, haven't, I, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard any of them. I got to get now. on my shit. Um, mm-hmm. We Buy Diabetic Test Strips by Armand Hammer. I have no idea who that is. I don't either. <laughs> uh, Another Triumph of Ghetto Engineering, Open Mike Eagle. Now, I know him, but I haven't heard any of his music since, like, circa 2007. So Really? Yeah. Um... So I, I just I haven't kept up with him at all. I only got introduced to him because of my old my buddy now who used to be my I used to buy weed from. So mm, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, let me see. Let me get back to where I was because of course I'm clicking on shit. Uh, the next one is Rocket Power by Quavo. Huh? Then Su- Sundial by No Name. Okay. The Patience by Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins is another person I have not heard any music from since the late two thousands. Signature. Yeah, I think that, I think that's somebody else because Mick Jenkins came out Dude. after late 2000. Oh shit! Who am I thinking yeah, of? That, I'm, I'm that, gonna that. be on that all day. I'm gonna be on this all day. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm be fucking up shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I can't. It's something Jenkins. I know there's another Jenkins. Anyway, the, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah, the Patience by Mick Jenkins. Uh, Signature by Joel Ortiz and La Orange. Um, Joel Ortiz is putting out music. Yeah, dog. I like Joel Ortiz, so I'm definitely gonna check this one out. Yeah, no, for uh, sure. Nas Magic Two. So I guess that means I got to go back and listen to that one too. Grandson by King Von. Sex Money Drugs by Lucky. Uh, Summer's Mine by Babyface Ray. 
Fire, lucky and, and bad face are fire. Fuck with them. Ganger, Ganger, uh, by VZ. Um, Hard to Love by Moneybag Yo. Michael by Killer Mike. Uh, Business as Usual by Young Thug. Uh, Hood Hottest Princess by Sexy Red. Maps by Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel. I don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, the Course of the Inevitable Three by Lloyd Banks. I got to check that out. Uh, oh, and it's on that. It's on that piff, nigga. It's on that piff. <laughs> bring it back. Bring what? it back one more time. That piff. Go ahead. I didn't know that piff existed. Still, to be honest, I, I didn't either. But apparently, it does. I love it. <laughs> um, I love the next one is from Whence We Came by Young Morpheus, or Young Morpheus. I'm sorry, Young Morpheus. I can't read today either. Damn. Uh, Won't he do it by Conway the Machine? Uh, Call me if you get lost. The the estate sale by Tyler the Creator. Uh, My Vision by La Tyler. Uh, Glamorous Game by Black Thought and L. Michaels Affair. Uh, Generational Curse by Ice Cold Bishop. All all one word. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, College Park by Logic, which was a great album. Did a re, re uh, I think we did the joint on that. We did a one for that. Oh, did we? Okay, that's yeah. right. Because that was the comeback after he retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, niggas retiring and coming back. Y'all niggas cannot stay out the game. Why do you even say you're gonna retire? Just for just... attention. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gumbo by Young Nudie. I I don't know who Young Nudie is. Young Nudie is the one who sings that song. Uh, she fine. He's thirty. She's sexy. She cool. Okay. She's in North Atlanta. That joint. That joint is kind of tough. Okay, okay. Liberation 2 by Talib Kweli and Madlib. And that sounds like something I got to get into. Uh, Glockorama, Glock, Glaucoma 2. Sorry. God, I'm telling you, I can't read today. Glaucoma 2 by Key Glock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Even God Has a Sense of Humor by Maxo. Uh, Free 03 by 03 Greedo. I Rest My Case by NBA Youngboy. Mind of a Saint by Sky Zoo. My friend keeps telling me I got to listen to Sky Zoo, so I'm going to have to check that out. Um, yeah. Indiana Jones by Boldy James and Rich Gaines. I don't know who I've heard one of them. I've heard Boldy James. My man, uh, shout my man Rudy. He be telling me about him all the time. So Okay, where? I haven't, I haven't gotten to listening to him too deep, but I've, I've, I've definitely heard him. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that was the – was that the last one? Yeah, that was the last one on the list. I ain't even going to lie to you, dog. I probably knew, like – Maybe half of that list. I didn't and, even and, and I haven't listened to maybe like ninety five percent of that. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> That's but but you know again that just kind of speaks on how much music actually gets put out. That's true. You know, and, and I guess the place of music in today's society and how much has changed compared to what it was. You know, fucking fifteen, even ten years ago. Honestly, facts. So. And actually, uh, I got the R&B list, too, for 2023 so far. You want to hear that one? Let's do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Uh, the first one is The Love Album by Diddy. I listened to a couple tracks from that the other day, and it's not bad. I haven't listened to the whole thing, though, yet. So, But it's, it's, a, very, it's a very Diddy affair, I'll say. <laughs> um, let me see. Jaguar 2 by Victoria Monet. Now, I just came across Victoria Monet on, yesterday on Spotify. And mm. she sounds vicious. So definitely check her out. I'm trying to remember the name of the song that I listened to, but it was good as fuck. So like I will promote that off that one song alone. Nice. Uh, uh Fountain Baby by Amaray. I don't know who this girl is. She's a Ghanaian female artist. Um I Thought It'd Be Different by Rory. Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet. Have to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Clear two, soft light, Summer Walker, uh, never, never enough, Daniel Caesar. Uh, on top of the covers, T Pain. Okay, T Pain, what's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Moon in Venus, Callie Uches. You know, I like Callie Uches. She's got a crazy vibe. Like, but she's she's a. I don't want to say she's the most skilled singer, but she's very good at what she does, and she blends her voice well with the music that she chooses to to sing over. And guess what? Let me blow your mind real quick. Huh. She from the DMV. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, she from Virginia. Oh nah. Young, she should have a bigger uh set out here. Like she's mad popular out west, dog, for real. Uh-huh. And the reason I know that is because uh she performed in Virginia and then they were like one of the like local DMV pages 
posted a, a video of her saying like, yo, you know, I, I grew up in Virginia, oh, you know, da, da, da. And, and yeah, that's just kind of crazy. That's I just dope. thought, I always thought she was from California. That's I did crazy. too. It's like, hence the name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Caliuchis. Yeah, exactly. But maybe it's, I think she might, I think she's actually Colombian. So maybe it's Cali Colombia. Yeah. Probably, probably is probably a better reflection and of either that. way i'm probably talking about i her. love i love me some cali which is everything about her from her singing ability mm-hmm. to her looks i think she's bad as shit mm-hmm. i think she's one of the most beautiful women are and she's vicious with it oh, hell so that's yeah. the thing about it she is she is vicious creative her music is not you know the same shit it's like it's it's different it's so. very different i love it you gotta love something that's different yeah for sure the next one is raven by Kekele, Kekela, Kekeli. I don't know how to say that. K E L E L A. I'm sorry for mispronouncing your name, homegirl. Thanks for nothing, Tink. Finally, Tink is coming out with something. Oh my goodness, we've been waiting on this girl to come out with some music for a while. Uh, girl in the Half Pearl by uh, Liv E. L I V dot E. Um, Lovesick by Don Tolliver. I didn't know he was still out here making music. Um, Mood swing Again, by Vito. I, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I hate to keep pointing it, but I think you have him confused with somebody else. Don Tolliver. I probably he, do. I, he, let me just he shut just, my old ass up and not make comments for the rest of the show. <laughs> you on a roll today, bro? You go loud, man. <laughs> see what happens when you don't know nobody. And you think you hey, know somebody. Hey, but- Hey, bro, they about to send your your AARP card in the mail. So <laughs> hey, fucking discounts, nothing. baby, discounts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mood Swings by Vito. Uh, SOS mm. by SZA. Uh, what I Didn't Tell You by Coco Jones. I want to say I heard I, a song by her recently. I, yo, first of all, I love me some Coco Jones. She is, again, talented as hell and beautiful as hell, too. So, oh, you know, that picture, she's gorgeous. But yeah, those are the best R&B albums so far of 2023. So go check them out wherever yes, y'all miracle stream musics. However, wherever, whenever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't matter. Get that. All right. So I, let's let's do this. We're gonna say your man for last. Um. So apparently, uh, Funk Flex over at uh, was it 95 something? Hot 97. Hot 97. There you go. Funk Flex at Hot 97 has reignited his beef with Charlemagne and DJ Envy from um, Power 105. Um, Now, what? (laughs) Um, Basically, Funk uh, Flex was given a cease and desist letter from DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God, and basically from him talking about uh, his uh, alleged. Alleged real estate real real estate scam that Envy is allegedly involved in. See, mm. I can talk, y'all. I swear to God, I'm a college graduate. <laughs> I have the ability to communicate with words. I promise you. <laughs> um, so basically, he went on Instagram and started talking. Um basically started just talking all this bullshit so he went on instagram and was like big dog at dj envy i think they named you in this one one million four hundred thousand dollar real estate lawsuit your lawyer is okay with me mentioning this since it's public record and he, he wrote in the caption and then um another one where he he hit charlemagne the god up on instagram talking about hmm you caught a, another in, in quotations new lawsuit april 21 2023 i don't think you settled that see to god and you calling people you calling people pathetic let your lawyer know i can talk about this because vibe magazine already did tomorrow 7 p.m <laughs> all of this because they because uh dj envy was like I don't want you to talk about my business no more. So now we have to go legally since you can't do it like a real nigga. But uh-huh. of course, Flex being d- just another one of the King Petties out here, mm-hmm. um, brought on Rick Ross on his show to premiere uh, Ross's and his and Meek's new song, Shaq and Kobe. And while, mm. of course, while they was on the air, they was joking about Envy's real estate troubles. Now, what do you say? Uh, Ross said, nah, we ain't selling fake houses. We gonna, we gonna steal no old lady house. Y'all going to hell for that. <laughs> so, of course, they going back and forth all day, all line, talking about 
Envy got scams to attempt at least uh, allegedly to sell the, the the Brooklyn Bridge and the Statue Statue of Liberty. I was like, y'all are out here just wilding. <laughs> um, and then of course, um, they kept on joking, and um, they said Charlemagne should leave 105, uh, and and basically I guess come to Hot 97, where he could have a job washing sneakers. Damn. <laughs> Yo, but see, that's the whole oh, thing Jesus. that them niggas have always beef. I know, but it's like it's it's kind of getting ridiculous now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are old. There's no reason yeah. to be going at each other like this. Now you dragging Ross back into some shit, and that's going DJ. You know, remember earlier this uh, summer, Ross and Envy were already going back and forth when this shit happened before. Yeah. So, or they mm-hmm. was going back and forth about the car show shit. So, like, I don't know. Like to me, right now, it's just like. Okay, I kind of expect more out of you as like a staple in hip hop and all this other <laughs> shit that you are, whether you're a piece of garbage staple or not. But like, you should like garner more respect for not only yourself but also uh, these two people's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who knows if the shit with Charlemagne is true? But once motherfuckers mm-hmm. hear it from you on the radio or see it from you on Instagram and shit, they gonna go with the story. And so, like, I mean, you know, like, we've already seen motherfuckers get their lives destroyed, even though the story wasn't true. So, and I mean, you know, like, you know, who knows if it's true? Who knows if it's not? I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, like, nigga, like, you fucking with people's, like, livelihoods. You fucking with their lives. You know what I'm saying? You fucking with marriages, like, at this point. And then you brought Rick Ross in on it, too. And Rick Ross is just, Rick Ross gonna smoke a blunt and be as petty as he wanna be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's a good look because, of course, now Envy's going to say something because, you know, apparently Charlemagne too good to, to clap back at motherfuckers now. But, you know, Envy's going to say something and it's going to say something stupid and it's just going to escalate from there. We don't really need this in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, we don't. The, I think the I, I feel like the beef era is over. You know what I'm saying? Like people really shouldn't be beefing. There's no real reason to beef. We've already seen what beef has done in the last mm-hmm. 10 years in hip hop. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like the, the era of beef Just needs to be fucking over Niggas need to get over their shit Stop being petty Stop trying to drag each other down And shit like that Because it's not gonna drag you up Like just because you talk down on them Isn't gonna make Hot 97 Back into what it was in the 90s Before Power 105 came around Let's let's be even realer than what you just said right now Right hit Let's me, just keep it a Let's just keep it a buck Alright These are two Now granted I might have to eat my words on this because I don't know the stats and facts on this, but the yeah. reality of it is, is these are two failing companies on a failing on a failing uh, platform w- platform on a fla- failing what is it like type of way of listening to it, i.e. The, the radio. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like l- l- let's be real, dog. Like I'm gonna be honest, and I know this is very subjective to me, mm-hmm. but like. I could not tell you the last time I listened to the radio Mm-mm. in my car. No. Ever since I got the aux cord for my phone, dog, I cannot tell you the last time I did that. Unless I, for some reason, forgot my fucking aux cord at home. Yep. And even then, I just won't listen to music. I'm going to exactly. be honest with you. Nah, because I can't do the commercials, dog. I just, I, so, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. So, you know, again, these are... And again, another thing too, what was the last biggest fucking Breakfast Club interview? Like, there's been a few, but there used to be like every joint. Like, Breakfast Club was the place to go to. Mm -hmm, Exactly. You know what I mean? They have not. And nowadays, they haven't, bro. Like, let's be real. Like, uh, maybe a few exceptions here and there, but the reality of it is the biggest attention that they've had on their platform has been because of fucking envy and his whole situation. Exactly. So. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, y'all just look like a bunch of old has-beens arguing to stay relevant. Like if if we're being honest, maybe not so much Charlemagne because I would say Charlemagne is still kind of relevant and whatever. But the Breakfast Club as a whole, uh, Hot ninety seven as a whole, like dog, don't nobody really give a fuck about none of that shit right now, dog. Like if we're being honest, they don't. Now, granted, I get you know they like if if one of them were to say they'll be oh we're still syndicated and. Da, 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 da. Duh. But the radio itself, I get that you have you know shit on the internet, but them shits don't get no views either. Mm-mm. Hot ninety seven shit on fucking 
on YouTube don't be getting no kind of views, dog. None. Mm-hmm. None. None whatsoever. And for Power 105, that shit been going the fuck down. But then again, like you said, they used to have the hottest interviews, the ones that you always wanted to tune in for and then, with the biggest and artists. Then, and now it's just like they got random people on there all the time. Like, you know, like, ran- you know, like it's like, what the fuck? I don't even know who this person is. Why are they on the radio? What is the purpose? Bro, you know why, right? Because back in the day, the only way you could do promo was to be to go to these big corporate radio stations mm-hmm. nowadays with so many people having podcasts nigga they go to a fucking somebody that's their friend like like a you know whoever uh uh whatever uh gillian wallow you know what i mean is a, is a media stop now mm-hmm. and this is not granted i get that they are they are you know uh owned by fucking uh barstool but nonetheless there is no corporate fucking huge you know company controlling what they say what they don't say yeah you know what i mean so like the need to go to breakfast club isn't as big as it was in 2016, 2017, 2015, because nowadays, like I said, there's a, there's a YouTube channel for every creek and corner in the fucking, in, in the world. Let's be honest. You got them right. And there's more of them popping up every day for something that you might be trying to think of to do. Exactly. So again, for that reason, I think it's another reason why places like the breakfast club have lost their popularity. Again, yeah. Charlemagne is, you know, He's still Charlemagne. He still has his hot takes. He still he, gives his. He kind of is anno- more annoying than entertaining now, because he Honest. he he always wanna he always he always is like this completely negative. Like you you get the information and the story that they're talking about, and he's like, I don't know. I need to hear the whole context, nigga. You know what the context is. Shut the mm-hmm. hell up. Like, mm-hmm. come on, dog. Like, be acting stupid to be acting stupid. That shit is childish. You can grow up, dog. Like, he's got some yeah. of that shit that he does, but then he comes up, and then he comes across like, oh, I'm super grown and 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 mature now, and I'm all about mental health and blah 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 blah. But nigga, you still say the same fucking thing over and over and over every fucking day when y'all have a discussion. You make your you draw out your point to its nauseum, and then you repeat that same ad nauseum point every fucking hour when y'all bring that shit back up. It's just stupid. Like the last time I was listening to them, they were talking about um, Kaepernick wanting to go and be the practice uh, quarterback for the Jets. Right. And he just kept going. I don't know why you would want to go back to an institution that you called a slave uh, plantation just to be you begging to be a slave. You begging to go back to the plantation. Blah blah blah. God has called you to a higher power. And blah blah blah. And I was like, bruh, you do not have to repeat that same diatribe that you first said every time it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. I can't stand that about Charlemagne right now. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just annoying as fuck. Hey man, but like I said, Sorry, we just we just gonna let that shit burn itself out, however it burns out. We're gonna see and we're gonna stay on top of the other fucking we're gonna cover it, you know. What I mean, what happens with the whole envy shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Breakfast Club still ain't got a third host for the most part. They keep they keep bringing back Jess Hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I don't know uh, if she's gonna be the third host, but they Yeah. And they got some uh, they got a new chick doing the um the the news or whatever you know the important news <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so no nah, I'm telling you it's, it's a revolving door in that like joint. you said it joint it joint is it's a failing medium it's on its way out yeah they I mean they they might they might as well collect their checks and get their thousands now you know what I'm saying uh, I, I, I you know I don't even blame Envy for doing the scams because that's probably the radio checks ain't ain't looking that popping if I'm being honest I don't know no, but I'm just saying I'm just getting shorter and shorter I'm saying, uh, <laughs> that's why he doing them car shows all something <laughs> <laughs> let me stop fucking around we over here but, talking about it bullshit okay mm-hmm. <laughs> well but the, fuck it let's go on to is it uh the, the kind of oh yes yes all right, yes yes all right so we gonna end it this week. Going on, my man Kanye West. Of course, y'all heard the recordings. If y'all haven't, it, us talking about it. I mean, I hope does at least some justice to it. But yeah. please go listen to him. Pa- press pause right now, and please go listen to it. Apparently, this is from a, a documentary, either that is being released or is no longer being released. And this is something that was not supposed to be released mm-hmm. and got leaked. Which, again, I would totally understand why that would be the case here. Mm-hmm. Because if you listen to what he said, again, he he just went on the most Kanye-esque type of tirades in multiple different areas, right? Yeah. So let's start, let's start with the one that probably caused the most 
Honestly, a lot of them did, but just the one that caused the most uh, ruckus, right? Which was the whole Cardi B thing. Oh, yeah. So, essentially, Kanye came out. He was doing one of his rants. It's crazy that Kanye does rants at home, just chilling. You know I what mean, I mean? I mean, if you're going to rant out in public, you know he, you know them kids was blown every time he opened his mouth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, pretty much, you know, he, he said that Cardi B was an industry plant and that the industry planted her to essentially be the opposite of Nikki and, and take over Nikki and pretty much was ca- caping for Nikki essentially. Um, which again, I think that that's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if you're, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Cardi fan. I think that the reason why Cardi is where she's at is because she's a likable artist. She's a likable person. A lot of times artists are fucking dog shit assholes. You know what I mean? And, Cardi, from the looks of it, looks to be pretty fucking cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Exactly. And I think that's, that's and again, that's just a, a part of it. But nonetheless, for, to say that she's an industry plant, again, it just sounds like something that somebody that's just ranting about randomness would say. Yeah. Number one, that was that. And what, what, what was crazy is that Cardi B funded to Kanye. Oh, of course she did. With a, she, she essentially re, reposted that and, <laughs> and attached a video of it of Kanye speaking highly of her of uh, after that video was recorded. And, you know, it's kind of like, yo, like, I'm all the way with Cardi here. Like, yo, it must suck because, you know, just like, I'm sure she's a fan of Kanye too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, when 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 she, because I'm if I'm not mistaken, Cardi's probably a, around my age, if if not just a little bit older than me. Yeah, probably. And again, I, I, I just know at some point she was probably a, a huge Kanye fan. And for, you know, him to come out and say this about Cardi, I'm sure it probably hurt. I'm sure it kind of sucked. But, um, hey, man, Kanye is showing who he is, man. Like, And I guess, you know, as fans, we either accept it or we don't. But, you know, it just it just sucks that Cardi had to catch a stray here. Mm-hmm. He also said, to, to, wrap, to wrap it up, which um, he mentioned that he was giving away his best work to artists on his record label mm. and he was saying that yo we need to cancel good good music because good is the opposite of great and i'm great or or, or good is the is the enemy of, of great i thought Something good like. was an acronym <laughs> it was no nah, but but again none of that fucking matters with, with what's going on now i don't really fucking know what's going on uh now granted i think this was this was from a couple years ago now i okay. think this is from like two years ago or so i could be wrong even though seemed relatively new but he also came out and spoke out against Nas mm. and apparently Nas you know used one of his beats and didn't show up for the music video when Kanye wanted to mm. and decided to make his own music video for his song Cause which he probably, is funny he probably didn't understand that Nas couldn't do it the day that he wanted to do it <laughs> oh yeah listen let's be real dog knowing kanye that's probably exactly what it was mm-hmm. it was probably a very reasonable reason mm-hmm. and he probably was even like yo like let's let's do it this day and kanye just be you know just being blew, kanye, blew up <laughs> blew up it was like nah hell nah so listen man again like i said if y'all haven't listened to the rants go listen to them mm-hmm. it, again it's just it's another tarnish in my opinion on kanye's legacy because not because he said the things he said, right? But mm-hmm. because he said it what he said and then came out and said something completely different, uh, particularly speaking with the Cardi B thing. Yeah. Because we have proof of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it just sucks that a man, somebody who's supposed to be, you know, one of the greats of hip hop, you know, isn't a stand-up individual. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, that is the sign of somebody who's a two-faced motherfucker. I mean, we already gonna- know that... He's narcissistic, and I mean, narcissistic people, you know, like, they're just going to say whatever is, is is expedient for them in that situation, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, or they're just going to lie through their teeth. So, I mean, honestly, Kanye and his man Donald Trump, same shit, nigga. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> same shit, different color. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I'm with uh, you. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, but but listen, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm tired of Kanye and his bullshit, dog. Like, I'm, at this point... I don't care what music Kanye come out with. I don't care what come out of his mouth. I don't care what kind it of fashion, matter. anything. It just doesn't matter anymore. Kanye has has Kanye has driven himself into irrelevancy. Yeah, I think in a lot of people's eyes he has because again, you know, it just uh, because, especially in the time that we live in, the who the artists are as people matter mm-hmm. matters. You know, what I mean, it's hard to separate them from their artistry when 
you know, we see them all the fucking time on social media and everything. So it, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you. I'm saying that with a Yeezus po- poster on my wall right now. Hey, I mean, that but, was that point in time, dog. That was that point in time. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was, the, and even then, that you could argue that that was the beginning of the True. end right there. But oh, and I saw something about Kanye complaining about how Kim never told him that he was a genius, and that was one of the, part of the reason why their relationship didn't work out. I was like, yes. bruh. Like really, I, you sounding like that little orange motherfucker that used to be in the White House. You need to be told that you're great all the time by yeah. everyone around you, or you're gonna throw a fucking temper tantrum. Yeah, that's and just again, sad. That's like you're not you're not a man. You're not great. Like you may make great music, but as a person, you you suck, dog. <laughs> it's sad. God damn. <laughs> anyway, no, it really is, bro. But like I said, hope. You know, supposedly it's supposed to be new music coming out from Kanye soon. Mm. Hopefully, at, at the very least, hopefully that's decent. And you know, we'll talk about that when it gets here. But yeah, yeah let's let's hope that we don't got nothing else to talk about Kanye for a minute. No bull. Please don't give us nothing to say. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna go ahead and end today's episode there. Hope y'all learned something. Hope y'all that's laughed. Good. Don't hope y'all cried. Hope y'all <laughs> making it through the week. Uh, be so, good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. Hey, man, if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's hoodie season. Bring them hoodies out. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. said, all my fat niggas, y'all already know what time it is. I've, I've said it every time for the last couple months. Yo, we, if, we got right cool now nights. is the time to put that work in. So we when you take cool out the hoodie, yep. when you got, you know what I'm saying? When you take off the hoodie in the springtime, they ain't going to know. It's going to catch them off guard. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. going to be like, yo, where the belly at? Yo, what happened, my G? The belly is gone, dog. <laughs> so you dig? So shout out to all my fat niggas. Put that hoodie on. Get out there and jog. You know, the nice cool nights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get it in how you got to. Mm-hmm. And make sure that when you take the hoodie off, that you looking official. All right? That's all I'm going to say. There you go. All right, y'all. Take care of each other. Love each other. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Yes, sir. We out of here, y'all. Peace. 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 Ow!